0: Welcome to Las Latinas, a podcast about working from home and continuing to produce surplus labor. This is episode eight. Uh, if you want to follow us along on Twitter, just use the hashtag Las Latinas podcast. Uh, so please use it. We haven't seen a lot of posts yes, about please. it. Um, our social media um, expert uh, mogul Maven, Maven is about to get fired if she doesn't hey, get fuck us you, more.
1: Bitch, I've been trying, but it's not my fault. People don't follow us.
0: It's okay. Uh, and for all those people who like to ruin, ruin a good thing uh, This podcast is not safe for work So chill the fuck out uh, This message is preemptive Because it's 2020 And así están las cosas But
2: it is safe for children We would rather that your kids learn about us uh, Here yeah. at home safely In the comfort of your own house Than on the streets
0: Facts so. Yeah, because people on the streets Have access to podcasts
2: <laughs> Well, no, I mean they, they have access to us on the street. Yeah, oh,
0: they have access to you on the street. Ah! You know what we say These are trying times We well, you gotta work
1: <laughs> You gotta hard.
0: work I'm very concerned About my fiber intake Right now Same As you should be. <laughs> Have I you taken you the gummies I've, I'm, There's like Gummies that you no, can take
1: now I've never done that before I should you should yeah, <laughs> well everyone needs a little fiber yeah I've been told you
2: know, Would y'all you? bitches could just eat apples and shit or celery what the fuck is wrong with apples I mean, and I, celery who eat celery celery's fucking good because it butter. cleans your asshole yeah. oh it cleans me It's like it's sure. like eating a toothbrush but for your butt and backwards uh, Word. you know? yeah I
1: feel that it literally is just water out of my ass what if you okay. like
2: is it if it's juice does that work I think so. I think. I think fiber no, it th- does it sign. not? I don't think. I don't know how fiber, fiber works. works. Call in. Um, <laughs> Are you a medical expert? If anybody yeah. knows that? anything about flax seed or <laughs> chia um, seeds chia, uh, fibrostelium? is that what it is or what, what's it called Probodum? whatever if any of y'all know how to how we can mo- how what we can more effectively take a shit please <laughs> let us know because clearly everyone here is full of it yeah. I feel like yeah. it's um, yeah definitely I feel like I keep buying stuff with different word like spaghetti but with made of chickpea and I feel like that's healthier than regular spaghetti no. well, and, and also I feel like th- I love that that kind of marketing because like it all hints at like hey you're gonna be able to shit better but <laughs> it's it, but it, no, but, I, I, I don't, I don't think about it that way. I don't think, but yeah, I, I think secretly That's, you do. I think, <laughs> I think, I think I mean, secretly <laughs> here because because like I think a lot about like Activia and like fucking like Act- bless Activia, uh, right. Activia. Uh, because I feel. Like <laughs> I the mean, fact it's that y'all a, host another fucking jingle. But Jamie Lee Curtis, I think, also... Well, Jamie Lee, it Lee Curtis, yeah, she's fucking, iconic. She can she's iconic shit. because she... Do, do you think she believes in the product and do you think... I do. I do. <laughs> to me, I think she's a user. She seems like she the type it. of celebrity 100%. that's like, I'm only marking my
0: name on it if yes. I can yes. stand yes. by it. Rich me, people have, like, her. different type of medicine.
3: No.
1: Yes. Sally Field has brittle bones.
2: Sally Field. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what anyone yeah, yeah. says.
1: That woman creeps and,
2: cr- <laughs> <creaks> and crackles. <laughs> Anytime she's on set, it's like listening to a fucking oh. Rice Krispie walking around. <laughs> I do love Sally Field too. Yeah, but but also, her. I don't really like, like Bow her. Bowie Density you don't? Lost. Why? I like Why you her like Sally. Field? Ah,
1: have like... you ever seen Steel Magnolias? I, actually I have, have never she seen was that. Cute <gasps> what? We have to watch Steel, Steel Magnolias, still oh Steel Magnolias. live. I would cry during the
2: live stream on Twitch. Catch us on our new Twitch. Gross. <laughs> is Periscope I'm, I'm still a thing. I don't know. No, Twisco. I don't think so. Oh, okay. I don't think Periscope is a thing.
0: No, everything turned into
1: porn. <laughs> like <laughs> like I'm in the
0: Everyone wants to watch my videos. No, everyone just wants to match, watch you masturbate. Although I, I, I am living for the uh, pandemic specials on
3: OnlyFans right now. <laughs> what do you mean? They're all like on sale. Oh yeah, my <laughs> like, like, god! Like five dollars to like, watch me for a month. You're going to be at for So here's my foreskin. Oh shit. You, you know, at work we were all kind of joking about like what what TV we're gonna like binge watch for at least the next two weeks. And you're like OnlyFans all the
2: way. Yeah, to two that's weeks.
3: what I told everybody like,
0: at <laughs> work. Wait, do any of y'all not. follow
2: an OnlyFans person? I yeah, don't. I don't I do on Twitter, but
1: I don't. on OnlyFans.
2: I have one account that I was like, I could do a little bit of bareback for a treat. You know what I mean? Um, there, there's this a uh, person named Ryan Cummings Ooh. who just like he does these videos where he just tastes like. 56 loads a night oh, or wow. 72 or whatever and Austin. he has a he has a, wow, I, I think this bitch is doing some like other level shit she has a counter that she puts up in every hotel room that she stays oh, at and after you dump in her she has you change Bing. the fucking lo- the load number and I really admire her because I think she's she's a she's proof that if you work hard in America you can
1: get what you want
2: become whatever you want if you're white
1: mad wh- respect if you're white like- <laughs> Brian mean,
2: Cummings, I mean that sounds very she's a, she's a very white see, woman. See, I told you, you in Canada. A,
1: do we have oh, a, a Mexican cum dump?
2: In Mexico? I don't think so. Is there? Are you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a cum
1: yeah. dump or a famous one? Because You're
2: calmed. neither. <laughs> well, you know, you're, you're a cum dump. You're a Yeah, they, 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 I don't want to take you, that away from you. Thank you. you. Oh
0: I don't my god, take thank you. Would you like some poppers while you while you're processing? Oh my god, oh now she wants poppers. yeah. Because
3: before y'all were Mind, I whatever. mean, video
0: head cleaner. What are they even calling it now? Aromas, aromatics. Oh Cancel? yeah, I, I have heard. Essential aromatics. oils. But I, I
2: hear I mostly poppers. Well, oh well, at the stores though, you the have spot- to you have to like, ah, you yeah. call my name cleaner. when you go and buy it. You have to be like, could I have some of the double Scorpio? Could I have some of the Rush? No, no one buys Rush actually. Well, do people still buy Rush? I still I buy know. Rush. I would, yeah, I would if I saw it, I'd still buy it. Has the recipe changed? Yes, uh, too expert. much. Tell me more about. Rush. It changes
1: all the time because they have to change. The like, changes legal all the time. Yeah. What, what is that voice? <laughs> you got real chesty. That was like uh, uh, poppers. She's, uh, uh, she's
0: like she's like writing ads uh, oh like God. the New York Times, like, just she? Yeah, he like writing no, no poppers. Do I look
1: infected?
0: It, kind of, oh, oh, mama. No. Oh. That's not cute. No, we. Just, I will. I will throw you down those stairs.
1: <laughs> it's hard times. Don't. Don't. We have. It is
0: hard times. It's hard times. It is
2: hard times. It's rough out here for a bitch. <laughs> as Don't he, lick the mic, please. Yes, I'm oh, licking the mic, though. As, no. as Isaac rubs his, so
0: hearts, his hearts, his nipples his very heart. hard.
2: With chucharrón
0: grease. You know, but he what fucking, I saw uh,
3: recently uh, was a girl who had like nipple-colored tattoos around her nipples to turn her nipples into hearts. <laughs> Does that
2: make sense? No. Yeah, what so, I'm describing. So the, Show uh, us, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> like this? No. So she tattooed hearts on her titties in the same color as her nipples. Yeah. So that she incorporated sense. her nipples into
3: the shape of a heart, and so it looked. 100% like her nipples were hearts it was kind of cool I love for you? That. is this on your you know, it was to me it was really like this is the future this is cool like I'm iconic. into it I like this that. is
2: iconic who are you color correction on the titty <laughs> hey, I, I love lovely. that like my uh, bad speaking
0: was what caused you to think about heart oh, nipples <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that honestly that's
3: exactly that's iconic, was though. she had heart nipple it was cool I thought it was cool I love cool. that that is
0: cool yeah, yeah. Do, you have, do any of you have your nipples Pierce? No.
2: no. I just showed you I'm my titties. Maybe yeah, we've seen him like ago, six I times already. They, they were that no, forgettable. I'm too scared. No, oh, they, they are though. Nice. Look, I feel like I have very tiny nipples though. You do I I have love small that. comparison I love a lot that of people. Though. Like, right? I feel like I have very tiny have like, nipples. Like, right? I like, I have big ones. You have like nipples. like little saucer plates. I have. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Let's see. Well, you know. Show the team. Speaking of hard times
0: now that i have a new thing to talk about (laughs) all right so uh this week's topic we're gonna talk about hard times we are all because we're living in them (laughs) constantly but uh right now it feels a little bit harder than others yeah Yeah, it feels a
1: little strange
3: it honestly does feel a little surreal
0: like
1: there's been a few times
3: where i've been like this is a movie it is a movie, <laughs> and you're the star,
1: and I'm the star. <laughs> Straight to DVD.
0: you Kate <laughs> in a body bag. <laughs> i here for my appearance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fix it. <laughs> uh, no, so we wanted to talk a little bit about like what's the hardest time you had to go through. So whatever that may be, um, for, I think for everyone it's always very different. So I don't know who wants to.
2: Kind of start. Kick things off. We Kick were about off being with miserable. Happiness. No, not at all. <laughs> um, I guess I'll start because I think I'm the most miserable bitch in the group. <laughs> Accurate. But, but, yeah, but, but not, but not because. Um, I, I don't know. I think. I think. I'm, I'm sure you've all gone through difficult times, <laughs> but I win. Yes! <laughs> I put a show together.
0: Also, bitch, you've been canceled for a week. Oh.
2: oh. Wow.
0: <laughs> They a minute That's why we need more listeners.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yet I'm the asshole. So if my show was canceled in your area, just listen (laughs) to this garbage. (laughs) No, bitch. But uh, but, (laughs) no, okay, because here's the deal. So um, (laughs) I feel like yesterday I sat down and I was like, okay, bitch, you're poor. All of your shows are getting canceled. You can't travel. Um, today, uh, the, my job was like, just kidding, we're starting break early, so good luck. Uh, and I was like, okay, whoo, this is like, I I was concerned, I was, I was concerned, I am concerned, because I feel like, um, all of this, like, all of the coronavirus, like, shit, right? Like, the... Not just the virus itself, but everything that's going to come with it in terms of, like, policy and in terms of, like, cultural and social interactions. People calling their children by... (laughs) People name name their children coronavirus. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Bitch, because, you know, we are five years away from a kindergarten teacher having to be like, coronavirus, Gonzales? (laughs) Coronavirus, Gonzales? And there's going to be some little girl with the little fucking chongo on the side.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Aquí, maestra.
2: Because that's who Mexicans are. Um, but I was like, okay, so shit's about to be financially rough. Shit's about to be, like, socially rough. What do you do? And I was like, bitch, your mom got married when she was 13. She was a widow by the time she was, like, 17. Oh, my God. Like, there is very little that you could go through at this point in your Mm -hmm. life that, like, she did not go through and worse, right? Like, so I was really, like, I really had to sit down and be like, and I I get that it's, it's dumb to compare situations and also, like... When you come from a bad bitch, yeah. you should take as many opportunities to look back at that bad bitch and be like, what did she do and how did she get through it and how can I take notes? Because um, I think a lot about like, um, so I guess like in terms of thinking about hard times, um, I had a brother who was deported. Uh, two, So two of my brothers were deported, one in 2008, one in 2009, and... I think both of those experiences were really, really difficult for me because, like, duh, like, your fucking family, like, getting uh-huh. deported is not, like, cute. Like, it doesn't feel good. You're not like, oh, yeah, yay, more food for me. Um, but, but, like, I think emotionally it's difficult, but also what's weird about hard times is I think when you're in it, you're never thinking about the emotional impact of it. Right. You're never, like, I'm sad this shit happened to me you're trying to think about the day-to-day shit yeah you're like okay this person's gone so their income is now like absent in the household this person's gone so like now they can't give mom a ride to this place this person's gone so for me specifically like um after my brother was deported um and he was he was picked up at a raid in his workplace and like he worked with my dad so he was like my dad's like right- hand person mm-hmm. yeah so immediately it was like a financial hit for my dad because my dad was like well fuck like after this raid like I lost most of the people that like work with me my friends my friends people are that I hang gone. out on the weekend Yeah and for Mexican men who I think Mexican men I think are exceptionally lonely like like Oh yeah Mexican immigrant men immigrant parents in general are fucking lonely people Um Pero porque quieren I mean Porque quieren but porque also quieren. I think because like they kind of I don't know I think a lot of, in a lot of ways they kind of have to be cuz I don't think they trust anyone right I think right. they like 100% Their condition is always like well like I don't know who I'm going to talk to so like this land is foreign Grow up rough <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know anybody. So when my brother was deported, I think, he he financially and emotionally was like, oh, fuck, my mom does this thing where, like, when a bad thing happens, she immediately goes into, like, uh, like autobot mode, and she's like, we have to fix the things. So emotionally, there's, like, a response there, and she's, like, she's registering. She's like, I get we're all sad, and also, bitch, we got bills to pay. So, yeah. like, how are we going to do this? I think for me at the time, I was, I was trying to finish college. I had to take a fifth year because, like... My, just, my shit was not together. Um, and a lot of that year was me having to translate in courts. A lot of that year was me having to, like, figure out how to be like, hey, I'm not going to be able to fucking, like, be there to turn in this paper because I have to go to Dallas for the fucking court case um, or for a hearing or to translate yeah. at a detention center. Um, so I think, I don't know. I, I I really I really sat down yesterday as a sort of, like, the fallout of, like, what coronavirus could be. and started really thinking about, like, um, all of the difficult moments that I think my mom specifically has had to deal with and just really try to think through what, like, what tactics she's used to survive. Mm -hmm. Because I know and acknowledge that I also have a lot of different privileges that she's never had and she never will have. So I want to make the best of what she's taught me, even though she didn't maybe mean to teach me you know
0: yeah i guess because i remember i've I've watched your show a few times and like the thing that really stands out as you're talking about that is the like uh we are impossible people Mm -hmm. and so like i i always think that about my family um and i think circumstance for all i think all of us here like circumstances are always very different but um but i i think about that often because i think about like what they did to put food on the table yeah um, shit they were probably going through on their own. My mom was 16 when she got married, had me when she was 17. Um, but like I do you consider yourself like someone who's in like impossible people like an impossible person? And when I, I think when I, when you say that when impossible people or impossible it's like you make the impossible possible.
2: Yeah and
0: that's how that's how I interpret it at least when you've talked about yeah. it. So like do you consider yourself to be that type of person?
2: 100% <laughs> and, and, it, and it's weird because I it's weird because I also think like when you're the child of immigrants uh, when you're when, honestly like and not just like the children of immigrants but I think like even people who come from like single parent homes or who mm-hmm. come from like a family that was just fucking broke all the time like I think you look back and you're always kind of like you always feel a little bit of like ashamed because you think like fuck my parents got us through so much shit and like yeah. here I am complaining about this thing right? right and I think it's hard because you never give yourself the chance to stop and be like Oh, I've also pushed myself through so much shit, right? Like, I think about the fact that, like, I'm the only person in my family who um, has a, a college degree and a master's degree at that. I think I'm the only person in my family who, I, I'm definitely the only person in my family that I can think of who's like openly queer and out. Mm. Um, and and all of those things have come with a cost. And I think so much about how like. Uh, there was there was something that was passed down in the blood there was some kind of grace some kind of courage that was passed down in the blood that allowed me to also get through all of that shit and be here yeah. um cuz i also am, i'm a dumb bitch <laughs> i'm very dumb and i make a lot of poor choices all the time and also i'm very fortunate and i sometimes wonder how much of the things that i call luck are actually like a kind of subconscious yeah survival mechanism that, like, my parents prepped for me long before I was even born. I
0: think you do that so instinctively that you don't realize. Yeah. Because, like, you always talk about all the sad... <laughs> like, you... You're a very um, animated person. You also, like, talk about whatever <laughs> the fuck is on your mind at that very time. Very open. Yeah. And so, like, I always, like, think of it like, yeah, but he always finds a way to, like, move, move on or move yeah. forward. And I think as you're talking about that, I was like, I definitely see that in you. I definitely see, like... Um, I guess how your parents would instill that in you and that would make Mm -hmm. sense so yeah I I don't know I think I think you should give yourself more credit
1: yeah for sure your show is fucking phenomenal I I love it we weren't talking about your show but <laughs> well, no, his show was basically about his life. His show and my was good. show is called show was good. Hard Times. <laughs> his
2: show hard was about times. his life and stuff. A podcast. Like, it was really good. <laughs> yeah, but my show is called The Documents. <laughs> if any of you want to book me, because I lost all my fucking Aww. bookings <laughs> through book this bitch. Book her. <laughs> it's
0: really good. Yeah. yeah or just I spend I more
2: her. Fuck. I'll do it in your living room, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I'll come fucking. I'll get you drunk. I'll, I'll bring a. I'll bring a bottle of like fucking sotol and let's just fucking yeah, it. it. like not good Sotolo Like <laughs> you just get up and you're like yeah. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I got this. Two rivers. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry.
0: (laughs) What about who else? What about, um, who else has had (laughs) a hard time? Everyone tell your stories.
1: Okay. So I'll go. (laughs) (laughs) We all have to go sometime. I mean, I think one of the hardest things that's ever occurred to me, which Robbie's talked about this a little bit too, in regards to what's happened to him recently with his grandfather was the loss of my grandfather. He was literally the staple of my family. He developed this company through my family at Tortellia in Tyler, Texas, Tyler TF Factory. We've had it for, since I was a child. Um, and after he passed away, everything just kind of went to shit. My mom, like, took it really hard. She was, like, super close to him. I was really close to him. All my cousins were fighting because they were kind of upset, uh, Because I got his truck and some other shit happened. It was just a a clusterfuck of shit that happened with my family in general.
0: He got all his assets, and not even that. (laughs) It was
1: was literally like an an old pickup truck that nobody fucking wanted. Mm -hmm. And he used to go and entregar tortillas to that to families and stuff. And so like I would go with him on the weekends. He'd give me like ten bucks to go with him, and I would go entregar tortillas to different households. And they would sometimes not be able to pay him. And so he would just be like, okay, cool. Like, I'll write it down and you know, you just pay me back whenever you get a chance. And they would go and make tacos over the weekends and sell it to people and then make their money back and then they would give him money. So there was, I was constantly helping him out and stuff, but I learned so much about empathy and even really being like in like some kind of like customer support type role. I learned how to do all that shit from. Watching him be empathetic to people and to families. And he always told me, like, you don't have friends. Tienes amistades, pero no tienes amigos. It was always his thing. Like, you have acquaintances. You don't have... Mm -hmm. You do not have friends. They're not going to be there to support you and have your back. You should always have a backup plan. And so everything I learned was from this man. He was basically the person that raised me to be a decent human being. But at the same time, I did not pay attention. I did not listen to him. I was a fucking brat. I took everything for granted, and then after he was gone, I realized what I lost, and it destroyed me. It ruined my first year in college because I didn't know how to handle school. I didn't know how to handle being away from my family or just not focusing on on what was in front of me, but focusing on what my family was going through back home. So it sucked. It was a really hard, hard few years for me, and that's when I went through my whole doing drugs and drinking alcohol and just abusing shit and being really depressed. That's whenever I actually went to the doctor to find out that I had depression and got put on medication and shit. So it was really, it was a trying time for me. Of course, I've grown and I've learned a whole lot about myself and how far I can push myself and whatnot, but I still fall. There's been a a million times that if it weren't for Robbie uh, being in my life that I probably, I don't know if I would be here, honestly. Honestly. I mean, I don't want to go that dark turn, but that's – he was there for me a, a, a million times. We talked about this so many fucking times uh, whenever I would force him to drive me home uh, so I would have to take a lift. But I would talk about, you know, just being depressed and being suicidal and stuff like that because those things affect people all the yeah. time, especially going through what's going on right now with the, in the world. People are just like struggling to grasp reality and just see what's actually happening <clears throat> so it's yeah it's it's fucked up but all that stuff kind of stemmed from this whole situation that happened with my family and ever since then we haven't been the same yeah. so it's it's hard like sometimes I'll still talk to my mom and she still gets really upset oh. talking about him and stuff mm-hmm. so yeah a,
0: wow
2: I think it's I, I, I'm really like I'm really interested in like because I also, and I don't know if this is the case for y'all, um, but what you just said about your grandpa being like, esta vida tienes amistades, pero no tienes amigos. And it's so interesting. I Like, did y'all ever get that? Did you, Johnny, did no, you ever get that? No. Or a version of that? Where like, you my don't really have friends. Like, your family's your friends. Like, that's who you actually should.
0: Maybe a version of
2: it. And if anything, that would be
3: more so, I feel like, from my, my dad. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My abuelito. I don't know. Uh... Yeah my grand so i don't know my my grandparents were pretty different from each other but very similar but i don't know it's cuz there's so, like i saw my grandparents change so much growing up um like so for me i'm i'm second generation mexican so my grandparents were the ones who immigrated here to the us so like their lives you know because it's the, the the 30s and the 50s like it's it's honestly insane how different my life is from theirs going back to just reiterating what you said like I feel in in a not in a real way but in like a whatever light way like I feel guilty sometimes on like how easy I've had things compared like hearing stories of my grandparents even on both sides so on my dad's side they came over illegally they didn't have any resources to come over so they they figured it out they made their resources and on my mom's side they were able to come over, you know, they had resources, they were able to come over with jobs, they would come over with documentation and stuff, and it's interesting to see how that affected both both families that are so similar, they're both from northern Mexico, they both immigrated to San Antonio, and like, but, you know, even just where they moved to in San it's just crazy... How so many things are almost decided for you, yeah, and and like how things play out. Um, and I know that was, I feel like I went off on a tangent because I don't remember what the question was. Oh, I think the reason why I kind of stumbled on it because being a little kid, I remember when my Willito and never to me, but to my naughtier cousins, Mm. like he could be real scary and he would be real big on discipline and like real hard and like all those things. But then by the time I was probably like a freshman in high school he started turning into like and i'm like going to cry sorry but he turned into like the sweetest man ever it was it was crazy
1: to see that transformation sorry no. my grandpa <laughs> was mean to all of my cousins except for me like mean to them. We would, like, hit nails into his tires, Whoa. and he would bitch them out and not oh, me, okay. or we would eat the inside of grapes what and the throw fuck them on the- What yeah, yeah, <laughs> Just being assholes. We were trying to destroy assholes. his life, No, was, we're uh, being a he... little assholes.
2: vandalizing like but... his truck. He was yeah. trying to use that for work. Yeah. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> we were fucking shit up, but we would, like, eat the inside of grapes and throw them on the ceiling and stuff, but my cousins would always get in trouble for it, and he would never be mad at me. He could never be mad at me. He went to my graduation. He didn't go to any of my cousin's graduations. <laughs> like, he always supported me, and I appreciated the fuck out of him for that. And if it hadn't been for him, a lot of the things that I know now, I wouldn't know. Yeah. At all.
2: I had a similar... My grandma was like that, where, like, I feel like she kind of always was like, no, motherfucker, something's up with you. Like, mm-hmm. I, gotta, I gotta watch out for you. Like, like even even my, my grandpa, who... It's it's so wild that you talked about your grandpa because in that way, because... When I hear stories about when my grandfather was younger, people are like, yeah, he was like this and that, and like low-key a little bit of womanizer, and a little bit of, he was like very that, um, he was a drunk, da 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 As he aged, he became this like sweet, mm-hmm. quiet, like man who was just so like soft and tender. And he was, he was the first man in my family that I remember being kind. Like he was the first man in my family that I remember being like, oh, like this is the, this is the life skill of a macho. Like they, they're all fire and fury until they get until their body lets them know, like, no, 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 you're mortal, mm-hmm. and you need to spend time investing in kindness because, like, all of this tough shit you were doing before, it means nothing. Like that's gonna make a very lonely person on that death Yeah. So you need to learn how to be kind. I'm, I'm serious. I feel like they
3: they reach a point where they have a choice mm-hmm. to yeah. like. Either continue with this macho bullshit, or like love the
2: woman you're with, love the family you're with, and like. Which is why I think they, I, I think, I think they connect with us because I think they find the softest member of the family, and they're like, "You're doing it right, or, or you have the chance to do it right. Yeah. Let me do right by you." Uh, not always, but I think sometimes yeah, yeah. I, I, I think grandparents have that grace about them. I think so.
0: I feel like my both of my grandfathers, like at any point, never reached that point mm. of like I'm gonna be kind or I'm gonna be nice or whatever. Like both of them, um, I hate, I like they're assholes. They were trash. They were fucking assholes. Um, and I I fucking hate saying that about grandparents, but they really were. Yeah. Like my on my on one of the side of my parents, <laughs> yeah, I was like I'm not gonna say. <laughs> Uh, even though they both passed, um, but like he was just a, he was just a complete asshole to my mom. He was super manipulative. Oh, I thought I said it. Um, <laughs> and I didn't I didn't realize until like like my parents worked so hard to get them p- papers to come here, like yeah. get the residency card and all that bullshit. And the first thing my grandpa comes here and says, he's like, he told my mom, you told me you were gonna help me see. And you told me that you were gonna take me to the doctor so that they could take care of my eyes. My grandfather, that on my mom's side, obviously, he was an alcoholic. He was a diabetic. He didn't do shit about his life. He let himself get to that point and then admonished my mom for fucking not wanting to make, to help him get better. And he's like, fuck this, I'm going to Mexico. And I'm just like, fuck you. And I'm like, I know my mom won't tell him that, but I will. Um, and same thing with the, I mean, on my dad's side, it was the same bullshit. And so, like, I, um, I respected them for who they were, but and and at, at points in my life, they were very kind to me. But at the end, when I realized who they were and how they treated their family, I think I was just like, I, I'm like, fuck you, like I don't, I don't, um, I don't need you. Like you're not someone that is bringing fulfillment in any way or shape in my life. You've been lying to your family this entire time. Like my grandfather on on my dad's side. He had been smoking for 13 years before he passed away of fucking lung cancer, and no one fucking knew about it because that's how good of a liar he was. And um, it makes me a little sad. Obviously, you can hear a little bit of my voice, but like I do get a little sad about it because like I wish that were different. Um, and I wish that the people who loved them so much realize how toxic they were to them yeah. um, and how that toxic toxicity has really manis- manifested itself in my family's life from time to time and I, it really bothers me, um, but like I can't change that yeah right and and um, like I wish that would have been nicer, but I, I think I just um, maybe i I feel like a hard time for me is like expecting more from the male people or the males in in my family. Yeah um like one thing i can remember um that's probably like i wouldn't say was the hardest but one of the harder things that i've had to do is is my mom like came up to austin and was like hey i need to talk to you and i text my sister i was like what did she want to talk about <laughs> Um, that's and my, my sister is like a chismosa, right? She can't just, keep her fucking mouth shut.
2: I be love to be like she's gonna talk to you about this. That, that my, my sister show. will do. My
3: sister will give me a heads up. She'll be like, "Hey, mom asked me this. Does she's probably you know, gonna ask you." Yeah. She was oh.
2: crying last night. So just. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh no. But well, she'll also
0: give me a, give my parents a heads up about me about me, Baby. which Baby. also no, because Bianca doesn't do that for me. Bianca's
3: got my back. Yeah, bro. that's right.
0: <laughs> that's a real one. <laughs> Not my sister. Pobre. No, but. But like, but, um, so they came up, my sister's like, oh, she wants to talk about dad. I was like, all right. So they come up my sister's like, Hey, uh, your dad's, um, been seeing another woman. I was like, oh, wow. Well, I was like, so how are you doing? I was very focused on my mom. She's so like, well, I've kind of known this isn't, this has been happening. And I was like, well, so what are you guys going to do? I was like, well, I don't know. I just felt like I needed to tell you. And I'm like, what is even happening? And so like, I called her during the week of a couple times and she was like, yeah, I'm not doing well. And then I tried to text my dad. I was like, hey, like, are you going to talk to me? Or like, hey, do you want to talk? Never texted me back. Yeah. So like on a Saturday, I text him. I c- tried calling him a couple times, didn't answer. And I was like, fuck this. I'm fucking driving to Houston. So I fucking drive to Houston. I go I go to my, my parents' house. Like, he didn't know it was coming. My mom did. I showed up. And then I was like, where's my dad? And then they're like, well, he's upstairs. He's watching TV. And I was like, all right, well, like. Tell him to come down or, like, do you want me to go up there? And my mom was like, "What? you got to hijo, you know? And then he's like, oh, como estas? I'm like, he's like, what's going on? And I'm like, are you serious right now? Are you asking me, like, what's going on? I said, what, you, what is going on with you? Like, what is happening? It's like, well, nothing, pues nada. Es entre tu mamá y yo... And I'm like, no, is this about our family? I said, you lied to me. You told me that this wasn't going to happen. You told me that you were working on it. I said, so what's going on? He's like, what's under your business? I'm like, so are you guys going to seek counseling? Or he's like, no, no, don't worry about us. Like, we'll figure it out. on I was like, no. I was like, are you guys going to stay together? And he's like, well, I don't know. I said, so, but you're saying, like, you're still going to see this other woman? And he's like, well, maybe. And I'm like, it sounds like you have a lot to think about. And I think you should go. Shit. And he was like, well, maybe I should. And I was like, I think you should. And so he goes upstairs, grabs a, a, a suitcase, a small suitcase, puts the stuff in it. He says goodbye. I hug him. I said, if you need anything, let me know. I don't, who knows what to say in that situation, yeah, right? Girl, yeah. um, and so he leaves and then just like my mom's just like bawling, right? Like I, like I went there, kicked my dad out of his house and said, think about some shit and then come back. And then he didn't come back. And like that, I think emotionally, I think was, um, I didn't cry about it. Like I didn't feel bad about it. I I felt kind of strong about it, but it was very hard to do that, to set my emotions aside and speak to him man to man. Um, because that's what he always kind of said. Like we were, we would do when we got older, when I got old enough, I would speak to him man to man and not as son and, and father. And I feel like he couldn't handle that. And he just took off. And it's been weird ever since, like, he comes and goes, he decides to text or not, but I feel like, I I think, like, when I think back in my life, at least, like, from that point on, like, I think that's been one of the hardest things to just deal with in that situation, but also my mom's emotions, my sister's emotions, my own shit to deal with, with, like, realizing, like, maybe my dad didn't want kids growing up, and we were a product of that, and then just shit my mom has started to spew out about when we were growing up, about before we were born, when I was still in my mother's womb. So, like, these are all things that I think just start to bubble up. And I, I, I feel like, yeah, there's some emotion there, but I don't feel sadness. I think I feel more, like, just emotions about it. Like, yeah. like it, it just, I think maybe it's acceptance of realizing it happened, it's what it is, and I'm just, I like, my heart is heavy sometimes about it, but then I just move on. Yeah. But um, that I would say for me is like at least hard times or thing to things yeah. to kind of uh, make you go. I'm happy with working from home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And let me talk about some sad shit and then make a joke
2: because that's exactly. the kind of bitch I yeah. am.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> a quarantine? I've been yes. mentally quarantined for years. Yeah. You Sickening me like gay sixteen and at a family party. Yeah. Yeah. That's loneliness. I can't dance the way that I wanna dance. Ah. That, and that's the real, or, I can't dance a the way team, that I want, want to dance, dance. <laughs> it's a real
0: T-bitch. <laughs> One time I was dancing like Selena, like to Selena song, and I was like, oh. Los hombres no bailan así. Oh, yeah.
2: And oh. I was like, Ooh. este hombre sí. Yeah, exactly. And then you just yeah. fucking twirl your titties around.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right, well, I think that uh, leads us into our uh, very last segment, Losing Interest um so i this is a segment where we just talk about what we're losing interest in this week so who wants to go, I'll go first
3: because oh, mine is super yes, common dude. and i'm afraid somebody else is gonna say it. <laughs> but just the whole Strategy. hoarding uh, yeah exactly exactly um i get it we're freaking out you need supplies or whatever don't hoard <laughs> Toilet paper, yeah Yeah, like okay. I, I don't know Did y'all see H-E-B's post about Yes I, th- Just look up that post That's my sentiment On what yes. you should do 100 Shout out to H-E-B Can we do that? Don't sue us We love you I'm a go buy some food yeah, when as soon as v I can. Yeah.
2: Everybody.
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. It's sounds for H-E-B-U-T. But it's cute. Have Double you, yeah. seen, have you like, so you saw the pictures and stuff of all oh, the Oh, like, yeah. The I mean, and, and I went shit. to
3: HB on Friday and it was already out of toilet paper and whatever, and like that whole aisle was cleared out. Yeah. And like, again, it just comes back to, I get it's scary, but be sensible, be smart, CDC and who are legitimate organizations to get more information on health stuff. So just be smart. Wow, this is very educational. I wanted problem. to say that last time true. because yeah, like we need real resources and those are legit yeah. resources for everybody. Yeah, learn it, to fucking yeah, read yeah. a
2: resource. I'm <laughs> <laughs> serious. Like I feel like people. I feel like I feel like it's so easy to read a fucking meme and then freak the fuck out. Yeah, oh yeah, and like not oh. actually read and, shit.
3: And I think another thing I want to mention about those two is that they're not news sites. They are legitimate health organizations okay. that are like focused on. That
0: You're Okay You're adding on to What yeah, you were saying sorry, I, I was went, like Is he doing another Losing yeah, no, no, interest no, no, that Like that's it, not what this is. You only bit. get one That's my bitch <laughs> She's, <pissed. laughs> She's pissed
2: That's my little gimmick That's my little gimmick yeah. <laughs> Play me out Johnny <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Simpson with your fucking
0: <laughs> oh,
3: <laughs>
2: that's that all chick, I will ever think about now for her. Ashley Simpson's little <laughs> that's a hard time bitch that was a hard <laughs> time for hard everybody time. I know we had it hard but <laughs> Ashley Simpson was a sibling to Jessica it was oh, her career okay. really then mean- lip synced on fucking Saturday SNL night. plus yeah. Pete
0: Wentz I mean just the whole game. it's just wow, been a I tragic like yeah, know, tragic day It was a hard so time cute. that I cute <laughs>
2: <laughs> he was so cute He was Even
3: with that stupid
0: <laughs>
2: Flat iron hair <sighs> Bitch I'll get on this, this is too next. I am also I'm also mad about the hoarding And I'm mad about the hoarding For a lot of reasons um, I'm most mad about the hoarding Because Like Motherfuckers love to talk about how kind they are and how good they are and how good they are to people and shit like that. And I'm like, you know that your fucking direct actions as a consumer during a time of crisis and pandemic affect other people. And yet you choose to act like a fucking asshole. And this is why I fucking love what you said about your grandpa and like the tortilla business and shit. Because I was like, it's so funny to me that your grandpa was like, in this life, you don't have friendships, you don't have friends, you just have yourself and your family or whatever. You can't trust anybody. And yet, it's always the people who have the least who know instinctively and nurture how to be kind to others without asking for anything back. Like, your fra- your grandfather ran a whole fucking tortilla business and was okay with people not paying him because he was like, you know what people have to do is fucking eat. Yeah. And so here are a bunch of fucking, like, people who, like, have the wherewithal to buy, like, buy and ration smartly in a way that is kind to others, and they're choosing not to because it's, it's easier to victimize oneself and to really mm-hmm. think about, like... Panic as the thing that's happening for me and fuck everybody else, than to just be a fucking kind person. And yeah. this is why, like, I will always believe that like the the people at the very bottom, the people who are poorest, the people who are always most vulnerable, always show the most grace because they have no choice but to. Right. Right. And I think if we started to think that way and move that way in the world more often, we'd have a better fucking world. So fucking, don't buy all the toilet paper, bitch. Yeah. Facts. Don't buy all the fucking I mean, masks. Facts. Don't it's buy all the wipes. Douche. Like. But just, just, just buy a, get shower, a shower shot. shot. Yeah. Get a shower shot. <laughs> <laughs> Put some water in. Your ass. Just start selling them outside of <laughs> just like Shower shot. Oh my god! They're for your culo. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, t- I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of American unkindness. Is what I'm fucking tired of. Yeah, I feel what
1: you
0: that. in. That's. Oh, oh, she getting ready. That's what breathing I just, she just, uh, she... read really close to the mic. That's all that was.
1: <laughs> I'm kind of on the same boat, but <laughs> my thing that that makes me more irritated is all the people that were talking all this mad shit about how this wasn't a big deal and this and that uh, are all <laughs> no, not, not okay, not even that. Maybe like we <laughs> no, we well, did we were trying to be kind of lighthearted about the situation, and of course things have developed so much crazier now that we're all working from fucking home and whatnot, or ha- about to have to. Mm-hmm. So the thing that makes you angry is people on the internet. What? Why are me miras así, keep going, keep going. No, fuck you. Ma'am?
2: Anyways. Ma'am, this is the wind.
1: Okay, that's right. You're right. I get irritated with people that bitch about shit on the internet and then turn around and then start complaining about the opposite of what they were bitching about. So you wouldn't be mad about this stuff of how they're canceling South by, they're canceling all those other events that are going on, and then now you're like, oh... But now I'm even more angry that the government hasn't done anything to, to help us out or that we're in this position to begin with or that Trump's you know, doing the best that he can. Fuck all that bullshit. That's, bull- that's stupid. That's so fucking stupid to me. I'm so over it. I'm tired of hearing it. I'm tired of seeing people on the internet just post stupid bullshit all the fucking time. And I'm one of them. I was going to say, follow
2: her at the real
0: <laughs> satanic yeah.
1: Hispanic for an example of this. Yeah, because I'm Use posting. the hashtag
0: Las Hellasinas podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we just Fuck
1: need the, those people.
0: We need people to ask us questions. No, we don't need them. Don't ask me anything. Don't ask me shit. I'm
1: going to fucking deny ask you. Ask
0: me about stuff.
1: Don't. I mean, have answers. Yeah. People
0: you already ask me. Actually, people don't ask you anything, they just hug you at the end of your shows. Oh, and tell oh, you. Are you okay?
2: <laughs> have you read
0: me, Padre? I <laughs> <laughs> Y'all should go to one of his shows. Please go to his show and also just ask him to read me, Padre. So for me, I'm losing interest in the Super Bowl on (laughs) I-35. I fucking Uh, ordered today. (laughs) I ordered again, and I said, "Send me chili oil." You know what they sent me? They sent me uh, sweet and sour sauce with everything that I fucking asked. Yes, they weren't even. It wasn't chili. It was sweet and sour sauce. That's all it was. There was no fucking chili. These are trying times for us, <laughs> so and stupid. I'm just trying to give you business, keep me happy. I want to give you five stars. Chile, Chile helps the Indian and he's. Gonna, I'm sorry,
3: but like you I just like just I'm sorry, it so so Give for him me that damn does, chili oil. Give
0: me what I asked you for. Why do you have that comment space or that that open text area in your in your if You're gonna ignore me?
3: Yes. Yeah. Like I'd rather. I prefer pretty like much being, always expect that to get ignored. I me feel too. Like. Yeah, yeah. I'm always I like, like Barlow. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? I even put sometimes like I want this, but it's okay if you don't. Like, but, oh <laughs>
2: like I'm already just why is I... he <laughs> bottom two delivery people? It's like they're not the bar. Do this for me. You you the bar is low. <laughs> I
3: get it. It's annoying.
2: <laughs> I guess
0: I see it on boards like the bar's reasonable. If I ask you for something, then give it. To, if you can't, it's just like hey, sorry. I don't know. Like. Do something. No, I get it. Yeah, but you that's also have fair. a lot of hang-ups. <laughs> Mostly chili oil. If yeah. I can't, chili oil. I feel like it's well, condiment related. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I'm a, I'm a, condiment, queen. Oh, a condiment, condiment, condiment queen.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. Condiment queen. Condiment queen. Condiment
0: queen. Oh, what
2: song would I sing? Um You would. Let's catch do... up. Let's catch oh, I said it here. <laughs> yes. uh-huh. That's the I only really song do that's I do that's too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh well like well thank y'all for listening <laughs> and I'm that, sorry <laughs> yeah,
3: we apologize for we apologize it. for it
0: this is episode 8 of las helatinas uh, you can
2: find me at Johnny helatina you can find me at the real satanic hispanic you can find me uh, I'm in building 13 but don't <laughs> knock text when you're at the door <laughs>
3: I'm raabbacola on Instagram
0: awesome uh thank you all for listening to us DMS tell
2: us what you love tell us what you hate Hate
1: or just uh, don't because you don't. Yeah. Oh, wait,
2: who do you think has the tightest butthole? Who has, oh, yeah, who has who the, best has the most rigorous stone? sphincter tone? Uh, my boyfriend ranked us on the way here he said um, he said I have the tightest hole oh. Um, oh I do eh. uh, but, he, but then he said that the second tightest hole is Isaac which is crazy right and that yours is the third Titus uh, and yours is and the, the loosest one. <laughs> that's that, what I said And I like, got me feeling loose he, I was like what are you basing this off of and he's like I don't know just your voices oh.
1: <laughs> he said I was nice
2: oh yeah. I don't trust you <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening to Las Latinas. This is episode eight. Peace out.
1: Bye. Bye. Bye.